welcome to the ship show if you don't know why we call it that you're about to find out jeff newbarth is your host welcome to the ship show jeff and lex here we're part of the callaway podcast we, are. we need one more subscription people one more review we don't need subscriptions. We need lots of subscriptions. We need lots more of review, subscriptions. And we'll get to 75 and we'll give away stuff. Somebody just go review the show. Do oh, that yeah. on SoundCloud, on iTunes, on Spotify. You could literally write, I enjoyed this episode. Or you didn't enjoy the episode. Right. Or you could write, you wish Finley was in here. You wish AJ was in here. You <laughs> yeah. wish Villardo was back. I'll get to his exaggeration of the week at the end of the show. Oh, and we're also going to do some par five picks. We're going to sub in for AJ. I haven't looked at any yet. But well, I, I, I know two of them off the top of my head. This is good because I haven't made my picks for the week yet. So this will suffice oh, for I made some my of those. Picks. Uh, email us, shipshowcallawaygolf.com. We didn't get any emails, did we? We got one. Yay. It's on the rundown. Great. Call 760-804-GOLF, 760-804-4653. Do we get any voicemails? No. Nobody wants to call. And I don't really know why. I feel I'm a pretty pleasurable person to talk to if I say so myself. But they're not going to get you if they call, Lex. Yeah, but I will talk to them here. And so if they listen here, hmm. then you would think that that would be okay. I won't give out my number, though. That would be weird. That would be weird. Yeah. All right. Well, on, <laughs> on that weird note, um, the dumb bird did something last night. Oh, no. That um, it, it, the dumb bird went over the top. And we're going to get to that in the second segment of the show. Dumb bird. Uh, let's just say it affected everybody in the household. Oh, no. Was, and Miles was, the cat? Um, well. Oh, boy. All right. Miles okay. All right. Jaws MD5. Most aggressive groove in golf. Yeah. Pre-sale is tomorrow, which I don't know about this. We have pre-sale on Friday the 13th. And it's a full moon. Somebody in our IT department Seriously? reminded me that it's um, Friday the 13th and it's a full moon. So Saturday he said, I need to watch out. And I was like, what does that mean? Oh, I don't know. Why would someone tell you that? Because I have this like bad luck of getting locked out of emails, which happened to me again today Seriously? with our, with our ship show one. And we finally got it kind of figured out, but... Um, he was like, just beware. Friday, things are going to go really weird. And Saturday is when all the weird people are going to be out. And I was like, that's positive. Well, it is Kaboo around here. So maybe that's I won't something. be here. I'll be in L.A. Oh, yeah. I don't know. You're going but for the weekend. My parents are coming and we're going to see Maren Morris, who's actually playing at Kaboo on Friday. Yeah. And then she's playing in L.A. on Saturday. You could have just avoided the whole trip and just gone to Kaboo on Friday. My parents aren't really Kaboo people. They yeah. just want to see Maren. Paige and I are going to go Sunday. We're, we're for... going to go see Duran Duran. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Hungry Like the Wolf. That'll be super fun. Because after a full moon and Friday the 13th. But it's like Mumford and Sons. Mumford is so amazing live. Yeah, so um, I've never seen them live. They're so good. I saw them when they released their second album. I saw them live in Arizona. They're amazing because they, their band is huge. Yeah, so um, years ago, my, my buddy Mark used to own two bars in New York. Mm-hmm. He used to have this bar called Idle Hands. Still yeah. there. They sold it. It's in Alphabet City in, in the Lower East Side of New York City, and it's a music bar. Uh, Mark works in the music industry with Ipecac Records and uh, has his Cookie Vinyl Collective and a couple other record labels. Been in the business forever, and a lot of musicians or music managers that kind of became their like after spot. Mm-hmm. So he was at the bar and he used to attend it on sometimes. And I'll probably mess up the story, but the the end of the of the story is the guys from Mumford and Sons were there oh, in the bar the week they were doing Saturday Night Live. So cool. So they were just regular cool guys hanging yeah. out. You know, it's a whiskey bar. Well, they're British. So they're having some right? whiskey. Yeah. I would assume they are. Yeah. We could ask Ian the charm offensive sure if they, they are, are British. To <laughs> yeah. They're having um, whiskey and hanging out. That's yeah, cool. Yeah. So I've always heard good things about them. And yeah. I know some people who've seen them at the forum who mm-hmm. said they put on a really good show. They so, yeah. do. But but we weren't going to go because I'm, I'm not a big festival crowd person. Little known fact, I went to the third Woodstock. 
cool. The one in, wow. in 99 or whenever it was, the uh-huh. awful one. Yeah. Um, no, the other, it wasn't the awful one. It wasn't the rain or whatever. I wasn't alive for the original one. But my <laughs> buddy Kenny and I went up. We had a tent, and we did the whole thing, and it was like wow. hot up in Rome, New York. Because it wasn't yeah. the original site. Yeah. It was in Rome at a racetrack, I think. I've never done a full, like a real music festival. I almost went to Country Thunder, which is in Arizona, and it's out in Florence, which is like in between Tucson and Phoenix in like limbo. Right. And that's, it's like just way out in the desert and could potentially be really gross because it always like monsoons one day while you're out there. You should do stagecoach. (laughs) Not with this bachelor way that things went in bachelor world. Yeah, but but so did I, uh, we did stagecoach last year because we just went to Al's house that weekend and we just opened the window and we heard it. Oh, there you go. across the street. I went to CMA Fest in Nashville, which that is my kind of festival because you can stay in a hotel and still like go see everything and you're just like walking around the city going to different stages there. That was really fun. Well, I I, I live in Del Mar, so we're just going to probably Uber over to the track or we might drive the car and park it and walk or whatever. We're we're only going for... Uh, a couple hours at the end of the day. I, yeah. I, I might go Saturday to see Dave Matthews. I would. Uh, our buddy Anthony, who mm-hmm. works with the band, we're we're, in, we're hopefully going to hang out a little bit Saturday yeah. morning. Uh, I've seen them enough where, like, you know, it, it's it's they've always been so good. Like we saw them last year at the Hollywood Bowl. Yeah. And which was awesome. So it's you know I don't know I'm just not a big festival person. So they're just they're kind of exhausting in a little like in a lot of well, ways. It's great when you're in your twenties. Which you are. By I the am way. in my twenties. I think they're <laughs> you exhausting. Sound older than me. <laughs> I think they're. I think they're exhausting. It's just a really long day. Unless you're doing something that I don't approve of, then things change. But Got my it. yeah. All right. Well, if you have any advice for for my Caboose Sunday Ship Show CallawayGolf.com <laughs> or call seven six zero eight zero four Golf. But back to MD five. Sorry. Five grind options. The low bounce W. I'm kind of excited to see. I'm pretty pumped. Um, I so, can't play it, but that's okay. You might be able to play it, but uh, did Nev's deliver on uh, your wedges yet? Not yet. All right. Well, keep but pushing them on that. I will. Because you only have another week before you go to your New York trip. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I do. I leave a week from technically today, if you're listening on Thursday. Which is why you need yeah. to go You need to go get these these ordered from Nev's, because you, know, you want to get them customized the, the way you want them. I do. And Half an inch cut down. There you go. So get that done. But I, I will say... Um, Everybody who's hit these things, and I haven't hit them yet. I'm gonna. We, we have a shoot at the test center on Friday, which yeah. we can't talk about. But I'm gonna try to bring a wedge out there. I'm gonna go to Tyler's desk and steal one, and and just just so all of us can hit it and yeah. just kind of see it. Because I've been really working a lot on my short game, mm-hmm. and I'm interested to see. I use two PM grinds. I use a 58 and a 54. Really? I only yeah. use a 60. Yeah, I use 58 and 54, and I want to see if I can maybe replace the 54 with one of these. Jaws wedges because the shot that I would use it on is that mm-hmm. forty to fifty yard yeah. kind of keep your hands in front, um, get it to low and and, and kind of stop, which mm-hmm. is something that Nevs was talking about the other day. Uh, go check out CallawayGolf.com to learn everything you want to learn about Jaws MD5. Mm-hmm. Did you see the Henrik video? I love the Henrik video. I posted it to my Instagram story because I love it so much. Let's go follow Henrik Stenson. Um, so when we were shooting a commercial with him for Jaws MD5, me, Ethan, and J Rod were down in Florida mm-hmm. about a week ago. Well, two weeks ago. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Um, Henrik has the coolest golf cart ever. He has a subwoofer in it. Like a full-on <laughs> I, subwoofer. I Sound bar subwoofer. I just would like subwoofer. expect nothing less from him. He best. seems like he's just like so much fun to be around. Oh, the best. And yeah. So so we had him play the, the, the Jaws theme 
Yeah. And, dun, dun, and I dun, felt dun, bad because I didn't realize dun. what they were doing, and I was texting somebody or doing <laughs> yeah, something. You're just like standing just there, there on your phone. Like, what am I supposed to do? Like, am I supposed to be? Because I was thinking as we did this, like, should I be the extra being eaten by the shark? Right. Should I be running out of the you water? You could have been there, just like reenacting, like slowly going yeah. down. That would have been really funny. Yeah, but uh, super awesome uh, shoot that we we did. Some of the pieces of it are in the product video. Yes. Which Daniel Byrne, shout out, did a great shout job. Shout out, Daniel. Editing. Um, but uh, yeah, I think you're going to uh, see some TV spots coming up soon. <coughs> Hint. I can say that. I think so. All right, Greenbrier, the 17-day break. Oh, man. PGA Tour Golf not being here is over. Oof, I missed it. I really did not, but that's okay. Yeah, I didn't miss it either. I'm not big into fall golf. Tour golf. Yes, I think fall golf, in theory, should really be something that is played by consumers. Like, I think it's a obviously it's a great time for people in like the Sun Belt regions yeah. to like or San Diego or San Diego to play golf. And I I don't necessarily know that it's quite desired by everyone to like be watching PGA Tour golf because football well, is back. It's yeah. the end of baseball season. Um, you know, right now we have international basketball happening. I'm not talking it's about just, that. But, but just in general, I'm just saying it's not – TV-wise, yeah. I don't really know – I don't know. I was reading an article about it this morning, actually, and whoever – the person that wrote it had said, oh, well, if you're reading this article, you're probably, like, really happy that it's back. I, I, I was like, maybe. But I would think the Golf Channel's got to be happy because they don't have any golf to show without it. Right. So you're just but, showing a lot of, like, yeah, movies. So, but. so my buddy Justin Ray, if you don't follow him on Twitter, I think it's at Justin Ray or Justin Ray 15th Club. But just go to the 15th Club, really cool mm -hmm. website. Justin used to be a Golf Channel, uh, kind of the head of research. He's He's been profiled a bunch of places. He's been on uh, Fairway Rolling. Oh, Airhorn, shout out. Airhorn, Airhorn, um, a bunch of different times. But he had some really cool facts that basically there's 21 players currently – uh, classified as rookies that are going to be in the field. So that's kind of interesting. That's neat. Um, and he really, the thing I thought that was really cool, that over the last six years, every player to win a fall event went on to make the FedEx Cup playoffs. But that makes sense. But this is the interesting one. More than 58% of those people who won a fall event qualified for the Tour Championship. Wow. Yeah. So if you think about that, because a lot of people are like, oh, well, if you win an event in the fall, it means nothing the following you know year. But, you know, making the playoffs, that makes sense because yes. you're going to get all the FedEx Cup points. Yeah. But making the Tour Championship, being one of 30, 58% of these, I mean, again, it's six people. Uh, that's still pretty awesome. It means three of the three to four mm -hmm. a year who are going to win these events. That's kind of a cool thing. But I love all the rookies kind of get going. Yeah. Um, the, the, the rookie that I kind of have my eye on for the year is Maverick McNeely. Me too. Um, I just, I love this guy. Mm -hmm. And I just think he's up for a really big year. Yeah. And I think that he's got to be comfortable where he is now. And he had a good season on, on the Corn Ferry Tour. Yeah. And, and had his card solidified before the playoffs. Mm -hmm. So he didn't have to go through the stress. Some of these guys are just, you know, like Doug Gim, who made that putt in the yeah. last Corn Ferry two weeks ago. He's like coming off that emotional drain and has mm -hmm. to go tee it up again. Um, but now I'm kind of excited to see uh, how, how some of those young guys play. I think that's what fall golf is good for, right? Is like these rookies getting their feet wet mm -hmm. and like really getting going. And um, so that's a really positive thing. And I agree on Maverick wholeheartedly. I think, um, first of all, he's got one of the greatest swings I've seen in like a, like a really young player. He's very poised yeah. and good under pressure. So I think it'll be good. And very well spoken. Very well spoken. Stanford grad. Mm -hmm. uh, all right. So that's the Greenbrier. Uh, Kevin Na, the defending champion, in case you were wondering, in case you forgot. 
because the, the event, the, the timing of the event is different because of the the move to fall. Yes. Um, have you seen the vlog? Well, I made the vlog. Well, yes, you've seen it. I have Daniel, seen it. Daniel, have you seen the vlog? I guess you're not cutting to your camera Trevor. and putting a thumbs up. <laughs> Trevor, have you seen the vlog? All right, Trevor oh. hasn't seen the vlog. No one's even seen Trevor because you guys refuse to cut to the studio. <laughs> That's camera. true. That's okay. It's right. CTRPTZ. Oh, no. All right, well, we'll just go to black. Forget that idea. Um, we're, we're off to a great start. Anyway, check out the vlog. It's really good. Um, it's one of the, my favorite pieces of content that we've done this year. I agree. Is, is getting some of our marketing folk against some tour folk. Mm-hmm. So. Really entertaining stuff. Yeah. And then Solheim Cup. And I do like the Solheim whoop, whoop. Cup. Me too. Um, well, obviously. I mean, the Solheim Cup is great because, like we talked about on Tuesday, like team golf is one of, like the coolest things that we can do for the sport but right. to get the women involved and get them so hyped on like we uh, i don't know how to say this like delicately well then just say it we get to see a lot of women um play the solheim cup who we don't always see on tv true uh, especially this year because the u.s has five rookies on the team mm-hmm. um my thing is so i uh work with julie inkster mm-hmm. at fox and julie breathes this event year-round like if you call her captain during the year, she'll answer, and she she gets so amped up, but she's so perfect to be the captain because a lot of these young ladies have looked up to her because of her playing accomplishments. Mm-hmm. But she also was the player who spent so much time, kind of nurturing, you know, whether it was the Morgan Pressel, Paula Creamer, that generation, mm-hmm. and then now the generation that's kind of followed them uh, as they've kind of moved on to veteran status. Julie's been a part of it. Yeah. So she's so connected with everybody. It makes it easy. And I think they all really want... You always say, oh, they really want to play well for the captain. I think they actually do Yeah. in this case. Um, I questioned five rookies, and it wasn't on purpose. She tried to add Stacey Lewis, and yeah, then Stacey, Stacey got pulled out. hurt, and then they mm-hmm. replaced her with uh, Allie, Allie, another McDonald. rookie. Yeah. Um, so I don't think Julie wanted five. Right. But um, the players that I'm kind of looking forward to seeing kind of what they do are both veterans of this. Um, I think seeing Morgan Pressel out there. Number five. Um, yeah, I mean, that's impressive. She put a picture up of her bag with the five Solheim mm-hmm. Cups on it. That's an amazing, amazing account. It's yeah. a decade of this. Congrats, Morgan. But I, I think that just that she's playing really well. Yeah. And she's not going to get phased. And I love the Danielle Kang. Yes. And her, her attitude and, and the fact. And, and the one that I'm, I'm excited for on, on Ian's team, on, on the Euro team. Ian, we haven't made a bet on this yet, buddy. He keeps losing bets. He lost in the Walker <laughs> Cup to me. Oh, no. Uh, no, he didn't want to make that bet. But Suzanne Pedersen's playing for Europe. Uh-huh. And, and there was a lot of controversy pretty much every time Suzanne Pedersen plays golf. But yes. a lot of, last Solheim Cup, there was a lot of controversy mm-hmm. versus a, a, a given putt. And did she give it? Did she not? And um, I thought it was such uh, an interesting pick. I, like it's a gamesmanship pick to me. I don't really I actually, to be completely honest, don't know a whole lot about Suzanne Pedersen's game. Because um, no one does because she hasn't played in like a year. Yeah, but I am really excited to see Ann Van Dam tee it up on mm-hmm. their team. I watched her play with Emma Talley when we filmed um, with her at Kia Classic. Right. Um, I think Ann's going to be coming up big this year, not just in Solheim Cup, but in the LPGA. Yeah, well, I would encourage you, again, I'm not a big fall golf person, but get a little time for the Solheim Cup. Mm-hmm. This is one of those, because it's on for so long, Yeah, just tape it. And then when you get to one of those awful halftime shows or like my, the bane of my existence sometimes mm-hmm. is like waiting for the the first games to yeah. kick off. Just spin through it. And yeah. you're going to see some great action. You're going to see some great emotion. And hopefully some good ratings. They mm-hmm. had them they had them last time around well, 2017. It, it, it's easier In when comparison. it's here. It's yeah. easier when it's here. 
it's always going to be less when it's across the pond. Yeah. But Glen Eagles in Scotland, uh, good good venue for it. Um, I'm excited for it. I do want to see one of these team events go to the go to uh, the old course. I know the Walker Cup yeah. is, but I do want to see the the Solheim Cup to me would be perfect. Go play the old course. Mm-hmm. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. All right, we will talk about that on Tuesday. Yes. And after you do your Bachelor in Paradise recap, we mm-hmm. will uh, we will talk about the dumb bird who who crossed, <laughs> crossed every line yesterday. So Lex. Hey guys, Chris Harrison here. Yeah, I know everything that happens on my show, but even I have to listen to Lex's one minute ish weekly bachelor update. So Monday's episode was, um, in all honesty, I just kind of, I just kind of tuned it out. I mean, it was really cute that JPJ threw a, a prom for Tasha because she had never gone to prom, and everyone thinks that's crazy because Tasha's beautiful, and I totally agree. Um, it was really sweet, and then all the couples that were on the beach were like, "Yeah, this is great." And Blake is like, "Oh, I'm all alone." And then he decides that he thinks Christina is his person. And remind, we're a little reminder. Christina is the first woman he slept with at Stagecoach. Kaylin was the second. Kaylin. Kaylin actually ended up leaving with Dean um, because he had come back to paradise and said, do you want to go like be with me in my van? And she was like, yeah, sure. And then Connor was like, whoa, this sucks. Um, and Connor for the way, by the way, is from the Midwest, but he talks like he's from California. Love Connor. Harper loves Connor. He's great. He, um, he actually left last night too. All the couples that are left are uh, Demi and Christian, Nicole and Clay, Hannah and Dylan, and Katie and Chris. You got to go initials with Hannah. No, I know you don't because there's only one Her- Hannah in Paradise. Yeah, but there's another Hannah that's connected to the show Hannah that's going to be on ABC next Hannah week. G don't and confuse people. Hannah G and Dylan and then Katie and Chris. So on Tuesday. Which Chris? Next Tuesday, Chris Bukowski. Okay. Old, <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Lots there's of another Chris. Chris Bukowski. Those are the four couples that are left. Next week we will see their fantasy suite dates and whether or not they are still together. And the reunion special. I can't wait. Me neither. I've been keeping secrets for a long time. And it's stressful for me. Keep them for a little while longer. If you want to know Lex's secrets, email her. (laughs) Shipshow at CallawayGolf.com. Maybe if you just ask, maybe she will. Maybe that's the only way we can get an email around here. Do it. Or call the the voicemail. I don't want people to think they're calling you. 760-804-GOLF. 760-804-GOLF. If you'd like to see Trevor at some point on the show. Yeah. Email or call on that, and maybe we'll figure out which button to hit. <laughs> hey, we did it. Welcome ah, to the show, Trevor. There he is. Oh, someone cleaned up that room, too. Yeah, really it looks nice. Well done. All right, so let's get to the dumb bird. Okay, dumb bird. So, so to me. recap this whole thing is we moved into this house a year ago. Was it only a year? Yeah. Wow. We moved this house a year ago. Well, in August, so a little over a year ago. And we took our time, set up a really great patio setup, have a giant TV out there. It's on an arm. I can see it from the pool, from the Traeger, from from a fire pit. This is like my room. This is where I like to hang out. And we have, this, we have these really nice you know, string lights up there, so use it at night. It's San Diego, folks. It's yeah. nice every day of the year. This dumb bird has just taken to sitting on the string light wire, and he sits up ahead, and he just craps all over the place. <laughs> so the first thing I did is I went on Amazon. Uh-huh. Zian would say, and bought these like spinning reflector things because they don't like those. Yes. So put them up on the front of the patio. That worked. He doesn't come in that way. But there's a second side to the patio because oh, it's, it's and he's been no. coming in. He's been coming in that way, and he's he's been. But what's been good is he's not crapping on the furniture. Yeah. He's only crapping on on the wood, and he's cleaning up some soap and water. But he sits up there like every day. So I ordered more of those reflectors, and I put two next to the wire. And then I put two more on that side of the patio, but it's like a raised patio. It's on an angle, so it's really hard. <laughs> so now you have all these reflectors hanging yeah, all around your backyard. You, yeah, they're just up there. So yeah. so last night, 
we had dinner. Uh huh. Paige Harper and I, and I went to go open the closet door to put the placemats away. Very strategic move. And lo and behold, I look to my right, and in my house, flying, <gasps> is the bird. Shut up. Though that 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 lamp we have yes. over the couch, she decided to go sit on the lamp oh inside the gosh. house because we had the we had the double doors open, the French doors open, because we're trying to cool off the house. <laughs> So the, the, the effing bird is in the house. Oh, my so, god! So here's how everyone reacted to it. Harper immediately grabbed her phone and started uh, videoing. That sounds totally right. Paige went to you know the front door because he was kind of in that area to yeah. open that door. I went back to the double patio door, made sure both were open, put the lights on outside to try to get him to go out of there. Oh, my gosh. Did anybody close the door to the back side of the house? No, no one did that. That would have been smart. That would have well, We needed you there to do that, huh? Because if he would have gotten the backside of the house, he may have. Can you well, imagine? we have a slider, though, in our room. We could have got him out. So anyway, um, it felt, you know, like forever. It was only like 15 seconds. He he followed me into the living room, and then he flew out through the double doors. Oh, and I closed the double gosh. doors. Harper closed everything else up. And then right as this whole episode finishes, and we're all like, you know, the bird, the bird was yeah. in the house or whatever. Yeah. Who comes walking in from the garage? Miles. Rolling in his way like nothing's wrong. Miles, <laughs> Miles cat. the cat was in the litter box the whole time. And I just looked at him. I'm like, buddy, we had a bird in the house. You're a cat. <laughs> this is supposed to be your job. You're supposed to be attacking these things oh my and gosh. getting them out of here. So I'm, I'm kind of at a different point with the bird right now because now it's stopping my enjoyment of opening and airing out the house. So, you need screen. You need a screen on the double doors. I can't because it's a French door. That's you right. can't put a screen on that. Um, I think I need a cat who will step up and scare this bird. But I might go, I don't know what I'm going to do. Could get a bobcat. Yeah, but then Miles won't get it. <laughs> I don't want a bobcat. Um, so I need advice. I've asked before. ShipshowCallawayGolf.com. I mean, can I get this it trapped is, and removed? This is getting out of hand. I don't want to hurt the bird. But no. the bird crossed the line because he came in the house. Now, thankfully, he didn't crap in the house because that was my bet. Is I'm like, I bet he yeah. sat on the, the living room and crapped all over the sofa. Can we just say, though... This is a pretty smart bird he's that he brilliant. keeps coming back and, really and that he small. made he's his way really into the house. little bird and, and he just came right in the house because oh. he saw the reflectors that scared him from his sitting on the wire. So he's like, F this, I'll go sit on this dude's oh lamp. Oh my God. It's one of those like 70s retro lamps yeah. with the four kind of swings over the couch. Yeah. Uh, I need some help. So yes, shipshowcallagolf.com, 760-804-GOLF. <laughs> I might just have to have Alejandro over. And, oh yeah. And any chance, any chance you can remove my bird, <laughs> please. I don't want to hurt him. Help brother out. I don't want to hurt the bird. Let's get that, you know, clear. There's got to be somebody that can help you. Well, move we the went bird. to a hardware store and we talked about like, do we put like little mini spikes on the things? Do we? Well, that wouldn't hurt him. That would just discourage him from sitting there. Do we? Do we put like two sided tape on it? But I'm like, no, that'll get him stuck. Yeah. You know, like you don't want him to to get hurt. But Ugh. now he went in the house. He crossed lines. Maybe we can call Bindi Irwin. Sure. She's one of my new favorite Instagram followers. Right. Well, I'm assuming she listens to the ship show. So put the emails at shipshowacallygolf.com. <laughs> All right. Speaking of messages, we got one. Yes, we from did. Our buddy uh, Bunkersnot. Yo, ship show. Sounds like AJ. Yeah. Enough golf talk. Jaws pictures are everywhere, and the lust for new golf equipment isn't supposed to start until December. Well, guess what? It, it starts now. now. Jeff, on Tuesday, you touched on John McEnroe being a great announcer. Who are some other great announcers that you enjoyed listening to over your sporting broadcast? I do miss a Saturday with Keith Jackson. Whoa, Nelly. A Sunday good. with Faraday and McCord and a Monday with Al Michaels. Thank you for the entertainment. Well, I'm excited. You're welcome, Bunker's not. Um, 
announcers I really enjoy. Um, I, I love when Breen and Van Gundy and Mark Jackson are doing a game, and Doris, mm -hmm. got to include Doris, and they're all doing it really well. You should have Doris on your women's golf podcast. I would love to have Doris. She She's is such a one, pioneer. She is one of my favorite right, well, done, female broadcasters. Yeah, that let's would call be her and let's get her amazing. On. She would be great. Um, I think one day she's going to call the finals. I think they're going to... She um, should. Well, I mean, she does call the finals. She, yes. She does a lot of stuff. I think she will sit as the, the main analyst one day on a finals oh game. Um, now I'm so, I really so enjoy excited. those people. Uh, I love listening to Gus and Joel Klatt. Mm -hmm. I watched a little bit of the end of Michigan Army oh, on nice. Saturday. And that was just awesome. And, and uh, you know, obviously Herbie and, and Fowler are kind of the gold standard for, for a college football game. They get to do the national championship and everything. Mm -hmm. But Gus uh, and Joel Klatt, are, are phenomenal. Um, I do listen to a lot of baseball, and yeah. I really love our local Padres baseball team of Orsillo, Grant, Sweeney, Sweeney. and uh, Scanlon, or whoever else they have on the sideline. Mm -hmm. um, that That's really good. Um, other ones, I mean, there's so many that, that I definitely admire, and I'm going to leave a bunch of people out. I mean, when Brad Nessler does college football, now with Gary Danielson, when he did it with Todd Blackledge, kind mm -hmm. of back when they first debuted The Taste of the Town in yeah. SEC country, um, you know, there's certain people that have like big feel events, like when Brent calls a game and he says, you're looking live. And I love yeah. now on radio, he's saying you're listening live, mm -hmm. which is really cool. And then Mike Tirico, um, Mike Tirico yeah. can do any event and, and make it feel big. And it's just one of the, the, the great people that you'll meet. Um, I also love listening to Buck call baseball. I um, do not, too. Don't take it as a rip on him calling golf. Because I don't really listen because I'm working. Right. But but when 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 we get to postseason baseball and it gets really good, Joe just has a way of saying less with more, and 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 him and Smoltz are so good together. And I'm really impressed with the way that Joe has made um he's made his voice become part of something like a little bit bigger. Like you really do think of postseason baseball when you think of Joe Buck oh, yeah, and like talk yeah. But like it just it feels homey. Yeah. But even just a line. You know, when we had that one a couple of years ago, which which took us from a game six to a game seven, and he mm -hmm. mimicked his dad's famous line of "We'll see you tomorrow night." It's just he's so smart and he's he's thinking so well. Shout out, um, Joe. Yeah, and Shane Bacon's gonna be mad because I didn't include him on the list. And Shane, you're not on the list. Take that, Shane Bacon. I do miss Al Michaels. This, I will get from this text. Well, I was, I was on Sunday nights. I know. I I am I'm, I'm I'm the the jury's out on me on Monday Night Football booth yet. The good thing is we were all distracted by the awful yellow first down thing. I, so we, we uh, didn't have to worry about it. Yeah, no comment. But, uh, yeah, we'll get to them a little bit later. But those are some of the ones. Um, Hubie Brown, I, I enjoy listening to Hubie do a basketball game. Um, I loved when he and Tariko did games together. Mm -hmm. I thought that was a great pair because Mike just filled in all the gaps. And mm -hmm. I love Hubie at, you know, 80-something years old going, you know, let's look at the stat sheet. There's three things that stand out to me. And he goes through <laughs> it just like he's coaching. So there, there are lots of good announcers that I really enjoy. Uh, Al I love McCoy. To, to who? Al McCoy. Yeah, Al McCoy. I listen to him Phoenix. all the time in Phoenix. Yeah, I mean, when when Bill McAtee was one of the first announcers I ever worked with, when mm -hmm. Bill and Peter Costas or Tracy Austin would call either tennis or golf, you know, when when Bill and Jim Nance voice something, it's just a big feeling. Yeah, and especially Bill. Bill has just such an amazing voiceover voice. Um, so I gave you a lot there, Bunker Snot, but I'd love to hear other people's. Yes. Who'd I forget? Who Who'd I piss off? ShipshowCallawayGolf.com. Call us seven six zero eight zero four golf. Par five picks. Whoop, whoop. So so the par five picks are supposed to be done by AJ. Yes. AJ's traveled and didn't send us a list. No, he did not. But that's okay because I there's one game in particular that my heart is a little torn about this right. week. Well the whole the whole sort of thing on on the par five um, picks is that they're supposed to kind of mimic right, you know, the, the the par five aspect of it. So the first one, the par five, is just sort of like the long shot and we go all the way to the gimme. Okay. So I didn't know that actually. 
in all these months that we've been doing the show. I had no idea. Yeah, so the par five (laughs) is supposed to be just like some crazy one. So like, I'm not going to pick it, but that would be like picking the Dolphins to beat the Patriots. Yeah. If you want to take the 18 and a half points, which is insane. (laughs) It should be 30 points and I'd still take the Patriots. Right. Um, All right, so what do you got for a, uh, why don't we go back and forth here? I'm opening up my gambling apps. Okay. What, uh, What do you got for a pick? I don't, I don't have the gambling app, so I have no spread to look at. Okay. But my, so I'm going long shot, major okay. long shot. Cardinals over the Ravens. Well, that would be a long shot, Lex. That would be a major you, long shot. Did you shot. not watch? Uh, it's currently. I did watch. Let's see, I'm looking at 14 points spread right now. Ouch. So that would be a long shot. Yeah, I, I think there's zero chance of that happening. Right, it looking in my uh in my app, two percent to ninety eight. All right, there you go. So so that's your long shot. All right, so I'll do the par four. Okay. Which this is a uh, one that that you think is actually possible, but you know you're gonna have to execute you know for four good shots right to make your par. Yeah. Um. I'm gonna take Cle- Syracuse to cover Clemson at twenty seven and a half. That's a lot of points. That's a lot of points. Oh my god! I just wanted to say that oh. game. It's it's the, the Clemson's going to destroy us. That's the national TV game. What's the uh, that's yeah that's no good. No. Um. What's the spread on Arizona State Michigan State because that's where my heart is is just yeah. Torn well, that's in a two. tough one for you. Yes. Um, because I've, you got you got where you went to school. I think that should kind of trump it. Family loyalty um, and school loyalty, but the, I mean Michigan State obviously is ranked. Um, I didn't get to watch them last weekend. ASU has two wins that, congrats, Herm. I'm I'm happy with what you're doing, but I I don't know that they I'm mean that much. Hi, Villardo. Oh, does Villardo want to come back in? <laughs> you can invite him in if you want. So it's Arizona State versus Michigan State? Sure is. Fox on Saturday. Let's see. I'm sure Trevor would say go Devils. Well, we don't know because Trevor's not talking to us right yeah, now. Yeah, he did. Forks um, up. I'm not showing that game, Lex. I can't find the line on that. Oh. So. Well, so. I'm go- I'm going to I'm going to take Michigan this State. This is the worst. This is the worst par five. This is pretty bad. Ever. Two more. All right, two more. So I'll do the par over three. under forty one and a half. Let's take that. Um, you can do that one. Uh, let's see. I will take. This should be a pretty easy one. Hmm. Southern Cal BYU. I don't have an opinion. Oh, Oklahoma UCLA. What's the line on that? Only twenty three and a half. Oh, I would take Oklahoma on that. Mm-hmm. UCLA is miserable. Take that, Luke Williams. Ha uh-huh. Kick me out I, of the league. I'm going to pick against UCLA every week. I will never be. I will never ever be sad to see um, an unfortunate UCLA team. I'm sorry. Well, and a Chip I grew Kelly up in Arizona. Team. And a Chip Kelly team. Yes. All right. All right. Now I'm picking the gimme. Is what you're telling me? Yeah. We've we have the no. We have the birdie putts. This is a pretty easy one. Then we have the tap birdie putt. Birdie putt in the tap in. Um. <laughs> Cowboys over the Redskins. No question. Yeah, the Cowboys looked really, they really looked, good. They looked fantastic on on Sunday. No, it's funny. D-Mob just texted me. I said, hey, we just talked about you on the pod. D-Mob. Um, all right. And then the, the tap in. Tap the in. easiest game in the world. It's the Patriots over the Dolphins. Yes. I don't care what the spread is. The spread could be a billion. Did you see that game last week? Which one? The Dolphins? The, no, I did not did see, the see the Dolphins Patriots? game. I saw the Patriots, yeah. and let me tell you, your Dolphins are in trouble. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to be pretty. All right. Those are our par five picks. Let us know what you think of them. ShipshowCallawayGolf.com. Call us, 760-804-GOLF. Just don't bet them. 
There's no Don't. Do not take our word for it. Yeah. All right. Uh, We're back in the studio on Tuesday. Yes, we are. And on Tuesday, you still are not allowed to talk The Bachelor in Paradise finale. I'm not, but Thursday I am. Thursday, you're not going to be here. Thursday, I'm not going to be here. you have to record something. After Tuesday's pod, we'll have to record a pop in a second. Yeah. So we'll be wearing the same clothes. It means I have to wear the same clothes two shows in a row. Correct. Thanks, Trevor. Thanks, Thanks, Daniel, for playing the music so we have to hear it off Android. That Apple event yesterday was really, really cool. I still haven't watched it. No, I watched the whole thing. I didn't have time. I didn't even get home until 8 o'clock. I know, it's my my own problem. Well, I had to watch Bachelor Paradise. Well, I watched it. I'm pretty excited. I'm ordering ordering everything. Uh, The new pro phone. I can't wait. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We will see you next week. Oh, the largest exaggeration of the week. Ah! He now said the Raiders are going to win 10 games. What? That's an exaggeration. What? He went from 9 to 5 to 10. 9 to 4 to 10. 9 to 4 to 10. He's not. 10? Yeah, 10 games. After watching Monday? Yep. That's the largest exaggeration. Oh, man. we got to have Go in there. He's right next door. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll see you Tuesday on Chip Show. You know, I've been standing here waiting for these guys to finish up since the podcast started. Can I at least get a chair? Anyways, thanks for listening to the Pirate Chip Show. See you next time. Visit CallawayGolf.com for more.